Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Ladies and gentlemen, we are so excited to have Amanda Dobbert from Front Rail Photography on. She's a fellow rock boater, and we're going to be seeing her at Let's Go Music Festival here in a few weeks uh, in Maryland. We're super excited to have you on. How you been? I've been wonderful. Obviously, summer concert series or season is picking up, so getting very busy and very excited about that. That's so cool. How, like... Outside of the professional realm of, of photography, what what's one thing you look to doing at festivals other than taking photos? So number one, like above all else, I'm a huge music lover and I do love just about every genre. So I really get totally immersed in the whole thing. Um, I am like people joke that I'm the singing photographer because I will, I really love the music. So I'll just sit there and sing along whether I'm shooting or in the crowd. Um, So I absolutely just love listening to the music and then meeting so many amazing people. Um, Festivals bring just like rock boat. They bring so many people together that have this deep seated love for music. Um, And it's just, it's like a religion that everybody can relate to. So that is probably the two big things just enjoying the music and the people now when you started endeavoring into music festivals and traveling and like what's going on you know going on the rock boat were you always interested in photography or is that something that came later on in life so i actually started in photography when i was in high school and it was oh. one of the electives um, like one of the easy toss away courses that you could take um and so i started way back then and th- this was on you know film and we would develop it in studio which was great best thing about our dark room is we actually had the local radio station playing in the dark room which was always fun so it was actually music and photography coming together way back then um and then just over the years wherever i was allowed to sneak in a camera some venues are a little <laughs> more relaxed about it than others I would do so Um, and so I always really enjoyed it and then I started taking pictures and my husband who's been the biggest supporter was like why don't you make this a thing like just let's do it like let's turn it into a business him and I we co-own a business together we definitely have that entrepreneurial spirit Um, and so it crazily just evolved from loving going to shows loving taking pictures merging the two together and then creating this amazing company that's that's awesome. What what's the craziest like in the beginning of uh, you know young Amanda's life uh what was the craziest like disguise you did to you you know back in the day you know to get a camera in to snag an awesome photo? Okay, well, so what's really nice is like way back in the day, venues were a little bit more relaxed about security. I do mm-hmm. appreciate all of the security workers at all the venues, that are <laughs> safe, but it was a little bit more relaxed back then. Um, and then, of course, like being female, they don't want to patch you down too much. So you yeah. could finagle things okay. in certain right. places um and then i'm just like I'm, I'm i'm very nice and so it would even be sometimes if it was discovered i was oh i'm so sorry like i'll, I'll keep it away and whatever and then you just kind of get in with it and 
Yes, for forgiveness later. <laughs> that's that's right. yeah. Okay. Get the shot first and forgiveness later. Exactly. Now, for people who don't typically take photos at a music festival, if you could give any amateur some advice, right? Because a lot of people use their phones and they just want to snap a quick pic of their favorite singer or musician. What is some advice that you could pass on to a, you know, to an amateur who's just looking for a good photo for their phone for their socials? Yeah, so honestly, phones have gotten so much better. So you can get really good with the phone. Um, and then what I've really discovered is the editing is what really takes it to next level. So, you know, a lot of people choose to use Lightroom, which is what I use. It's fairly inexpensive and pretty easy to navigate. And it's amazing seeing what, whether it's from a, a camera on your cell phone or any type of point and shoot, the way, which is some slight adjustments, it can take it from something that's super grainy or the colors are off or it's way too dark or whatever, with some very minor adjustments, how you can really get it nice, crisp, and clear. Like I've even taken pictures that like my husband and daughter have taken on their cell phones at shows and just shown them what that little bit of editing can do. Um, so really just enjoy yourself, take whatever photos you can on whatever you have, but then once you get home, you can really make some awesome edits to it. Have have they ever came home and took a photo of an awesome opportunity and you saw the photo and you were like, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> 100%. And there have been moments. Okay, so obviously when you're using like a nice DSLR and you've got to do a little bit of finagling with the settings, I can't always take an instant change. Like when somebody's moving really quick and I have missed an opportunity or two for a great shot. And my husband will text me while I'm like in the pit shooting. And he's like, you better got that. And I'm like, Son of a, you know what? I didn't. Um, and he's like, cell phones, I can just click, click, don't have to do anything. So yes, there have been times where they have captured things that I haven't or pointed out that I've missed it. So I'm going to tell you what, my daughter's 16. She is the harshest critic. I don't know if y'all have teenage daughters at home, but like if you want a real honest opinion about something, just ask them. Uh, you will certainly get it. For for some of the podcast stuff, I asked my niece and nephew, but they're eight. So it's uh <laughs> Okay. So they might be a little a little nicer. No, like yes. I remember we um we went up and we were working for Welshley Arms up at their hometown show. Um, in Cleveland at the House of Blues. We go there every year. They do their post-Thanksgiving show. And we were all laying in the hotel bed together, me and my husband and my daughter, and we're flipping through shots. And I'm like, oh, I love this one. And she's sitting next to me. She goes, ew, really? And I'm like, oh, damn, maybe I don't love this one. So, yes, harsh critics for sure. What, you know, you mentioned Welshly Arms, amazing band. Uh, Sam is, is so gifted. What has it been like for you as just a lover of music and a professional photographer to build relationships off of something that you're just naturally good at? It's been phenomenal. Uh, you know, and I have come to learn there are so many amazingly talented musicians that are just such kind-hearted people. Sam and the entire Welshley Arms family are amazing. I've gotten to spend a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with them um, and they're just excellent. And same, I mean, there have been tons of bands I've gotten really close to where I've got their personal number. We chat, like I really enjoy them as people. Um, I'm really close to the boys with Mo Lauda who were on the most nice. recent yeah. boat. Um, so kind of watching, actually I've got lots of Jordans 
personal stuff kind of hidden behind me here. Okay. Um, so lots of fun goodies from them, but just some of the nicest people. And, you know, I think that has been amazing. My husband jokes all the time, like I'll be texting with Sam or texting with Jordan. And he's like, are oh, you just chatting with rock stars? Like, that's totally <laughs> cool. Um, and so, no, it has been really good to develop those relationships. And it's, you know, we have this mutually beneficial relationship, right? Like they yeah. want great content, great photos, great videos. I need the access to be able to get those. Um, so no, it has been phenomenal working those great relationships and just seeing how normal people are, you know, they, they want the best for you. And it's just, it's been phenomenal. What, what has been one moment where an artist has reached out and maybe it's because you were such a big fan of the said artist or band, but you just find yourself like, cause you seem very comfortable in your role as a photographer, you know, just talking to you. What, what's one moment that you just like, you know, uh, found yourself like super nervous and you're like, Oh my God, I can't, I can't screw this moment up. And you don't have to say oh the band's gosh. name or whoever, but oh, can you totally walk us through thanks. that? I've actually had the opportunity <laughs> to work for them several times since then. So I feel like I did a good job. So July of last year, I had the opportunity to work all access for Third Eye Blind. Oh, wow. I'm like a diehard late 90s, early 2000s rock queen. Like that's that's my go-to. Um, and so I had the opportunity to work with them at Meriwether Post Pavilion in Columbia, which is where what? I grew up going to all of my big shows. That's so, so cool. Like, yeah, this is my, you know, one of my favorite bands, my like hometown venue. And so they're the headliners, obviously. They get ready to go on. I am so freaking nervous. They've got this, I don't know if any of you saw pictures from their last two tours. They've got this elaborate stage set up with all of these risers and these like weird stick things behind them. And he's like, okay, I need you to go from one stage to the other, like behind the drummer and this and that. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to trip, fall, knock into the drum kit, knock everything over. It's going to be horrible. Um, so I was so incredibly nervous um and at one point i'm crouched down on the side stage right next to the guitar tech and i guess i was a little bit in his way and he just kindly like tapped me on the shoulder and i'm like oh no i'm so like i'm so sorry and he was like no you're all good he's like just be careful i'm gonna go do a switch um but that was definitely a a, a crap my pants moment on the side <laughs> of the stage but it was nice they they had this um amazing vip setup where they had a group of fans side stage and i took a bunch of photos of them really immersed in the experience um and i got to of course just kind of chill up there for a little bit and just take a moment to just take a breath and appreciate where i'm at because that's the great thing about photography like for a band if they've got a 90 minute set I'm not going to sit there and click photos for 90 minutes straight. I mean, I'd have 9,000 pictures. So you do have the time to actually just sit and enjoy it for a moment. Nice. Nice. So let's talk about that, enjoying it for a moment. And let's, and let's chat about the rock boat for a second, you know, so you, you being a professional photographer, but now you have this opportunity to be on this vessel that's being captured by the folks at six man via, yeah. you know, their photography team. And, and, and I'm willing to bet that you've chatted with them. And I'm just, I have no basis to say that, but I'm, I'm willing to bet that you've spoken to Will Byington. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and so what's it like being able to remove yourself from that role as a professional in such an environment where you're so used to taking photos? Yeah, it is. It's hard, right? Because you watch it and you're thinking, oh, I wish I was there. I wish I was in that position or look at that lighting or, or you just kind of mentally are almost mentally taking the imageries of, you know, I would... 
I would be here. I would do this. I would, I would do that. And sometimes it does take me a moment to just not in business mode. Like there's no camera in your hand, just sit and enjoy the show for, for a moment. So, but it is hard not to watch, I guess like if you're a professional athlete, right? Like you watch a game and you're like, I would have hit that pitch out of the park. Um, (laughs) It's kind of, kind of similar attributes, I think. So have you, uh, have you ever gone to Let's Go Music Fest? I have not. And I am very, very excited. I mean, their lineup is stacked and I love that it's three days of kind of specified genres each of the three days. So you're getting this awesome mix. Um, I listened to your podcast with the the folks that are running it. And I mean, they could not sound like nicer people. Um, And just kind of like the the same with the Rockboat family. They just have this deep rooted love for music and people. And I am just so stoked for that. Yeah, they, uh, Liz, yeah, Liz and Chris, they, that you took the words right out of my mouth. Like they reminded me of, of fellow rock boaters. And that's why we wanted to, you know, team up with them and do some podcasts for them. And, and it's so nice just to see how small the world truly is when we find out that you're taking photos for them yeah. Yeah, for Let's Go Music Fest and you've been on the boat and there's that correlation there. And yet it all comes back to music and we all love music. And the festival, we were there last year, and it is awesome. And there's going to be so much opportunity for you and your craft to capture those moments so people can, A, see it, and B, then judge for themselves if it's a good festival, which it is. And I encourage everybody to go buy tickets. But um, And it's nice, too, to see the evolution of things happen, too, right? So this year they're going to have uh, another stage and we're going to have Local Orange, who won, which would be their version of the Rock Boats um, soundcheck. Yeah. Yeah, which is awesome. So, you know, and then do you ever run into you're at a festival and, like, bands will be like, hey, we saw you doing that. Can you, like, can you send us what you got going on? Can we, th- yes. does that, can you walk us through that? Yeah, whether it's festivals or like, so sometimes I'm working specifically for the headliner, but if I'm already there, I capture all the opening acts and it is what it is. Um, Do you say and, like, no, I can't, I'm with the headliner. Right, exactly. No, I would but, totally say that. <laughs> no, and like no offense to all of the big bands, but those smaller up and coming bands appreciate the photography just a little bit more because they're not used to it, right? Like they're used right. to their, their sound guy or their guitar tech grabbing a few cell phone photos and that's the best that they have for their social media so when they have somebody there and they're like hey you got some pictures of us like can you share it can we work together um so it's absolutely fantastic i love it i still get such a high when i get the responses from the band because i'm not always dealing directly with the band i'm dealing with their management and their press so they don't sometimes even realize that i'm going to be there working for them but then when they see the photos and they reach out and they comment and it's like it's still pretty cool um i've even been stopped like in the bathroom because i always like rock my gear right so but oh, i've yeah. even been stopped at the bathroom at shows where people are like oh, photography, i love your stuff and i'm like oh, yes that makes me so excited like i i just i i love it i i love when people come up and they introduce themselves and i mean especially if you're going to praise my work i i really love that <laughs> um but no it is it's phenomenal i still get such a high about that now for a festival like let's go music festival will you go online and like Google image the the area and then go there a couple out like a couple hours or a day before to scope out good angles like what's the the, the planning behind a fe- like a three-day festival nope 
I will just fly by the seat of my pants. Does that sound like really unprofessional? Is that people gonna be like, no, I mean, that sounds like a rock star. Yeah, I mean, that sounds you know, I so I'm very, I'm very type A, very organized, very put together, but I have learned. Like I arrive and nothing's how I think it will be no matter where I go. So I've kind of have to set that little bit of me aside sometimes. And I do roll with the punches pretty well. Um, and so, no, I just plan to get there and scope it out and make nice. it work. Um, yes. <laughs> Maybe and I should. Now you're making me think that I need to do more homework. Um, oh, no. I was just curious. I just, I mean. Nope, not uh, no. That, Most they're, they're... of the time, you know, I call in my office. You show me in my little pit area. I get my little uh -huh. roofed off section. That's where I get to work from and then mingle through the crowd to get some nice crowd shots. Um, yeah. It is great working festivals. Obviously, it's outdoors. A lot of the portion is daylit, so I get really nice lighting, mm -hmm. um, you know, because I still love working in dark, dingy venues where I've got about this much space between me and the crowd of people behind me that are highly intoxicated. I've got barely any lights. There's a ton of fog. And then I love rock shows. So I've got, you know, rock stars that are moving crazy paces. I mean, it is, it's definitely an adventure going and doing a shoot like that. So this will be a little bit more, uh, a little easier for me to capture some good shots. <laughs> Especially of us, because we'll be there. So, exactly. just saying, what? you want to throw a few photos our way. We won't be moving quite as fast as the rock stars. So I won't be not be moving quite as fast. As no, the rock stars. like when when I have people that are like posing and standing still, and it's full light, I'm like, this is amazing. I'm like, I'll, I think of like you know people who do portrait photography and weddings. I'm like, y'all got it easy. Like, yeah, full control of all of your lighting. Your people are looking at you. I'm, no, that's that's not concert photography at all. You know, we were speaking with, you know, when you're talking about capturing moments that we were speaking with Will Turpin of Collective Soul, and we were talking about music festivals and how he looks out and it's like generations of music lovers watching him perform over the over the years. What is it like for you, especially as a mother and, and as a wife, when you capture a photo and then like a day or two later when you're going through the photos, you realize something special that you capture. What does that, what does that do to you as a professional? I love it. And I on purpose, like if I capture, especially if a family, if I capture a moment, I go find the family and I'm like, send me a quick message on Instagram. I'm like, just, I'll tell them what to say. I'm like, you know, family with the kid with the gray shirt, whatever it is. I'm like, just send me something. And when I go through my photos, I will remember this and get this back to you. I did this amazing benefit um, with, it was a local like um, ACDC cover band, but it was, it was this benefit concert and this little boy, and I mean, he couldn't have been more than nine sang every dang word to every <laughs> song. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So at one point, the, um, the band brought the little boy up on stage and he's up there and he's singing and they had, it was a benefit. So they had a bunch of cool people there and they had Ricky Bird, the um, guitarist for uh, Joan Jett. He was there and he came out and he's playing guitar. They gave the little kid a fake guitar. So he's like playing guitar with a rock and roll hall of famer <laughs> up on stage. And I captured these amazing pictures and I went right after and I found his dad and I'm like, Find me on Instagram right now. I will get all of these photos to you. Um, so no, I absolutely love capturing those moments. Fans are so appreciative, you know, of when you capture them really enjoying themselves. And so I have plenty of people who have found themselves like a Where's Waldo in my photos. And they're like, they'll send it to me and they'll circle it. And they're like, this is me. Can you send me this picture? So I, I absolutely just love it. 
That's awesome. That's so nice to hear. Again, true professional, true rock star, as, as Mark said. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that's, and that's, that's a testament to how professional you are because not everybody does that. And I know there's people that get those photos and get tracked down. For me, that would mean a lot. And I can only imagine what the impact it is on, on said families that get those. So. Yeah, it makes me so yeah. happy and because I, I know it makes them happy. And, you know, I would want the same like I and I do. I mean, I have photos of myself and my husband at shows where we're in and right up front and their band's photographer captured that moment. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. And I've actually developed some really good friends of other band's photographers just by way of that of like, hey, I love your work. And I see like that's me and my husband right there. And, you know, sharing that with them. And I hope they get the same thrill that I do, because I really do appreciate it. How, how, how did you guys come up with the name Front Rail Photography? Yeah, so uh, we we joke that we're the rail riders. Like my husband and I are diehard. <laughs> oh, I get it. And we okay. are the people that will wait in line for eight hours so we can get right up front. You know, you don't eat or drink all day, so you don't have to use the restroom. Like it's just it's we're a little over the top. And then so <laughs> we would call ourselves the rail riders. And then being in front of the rail, right? Like having a photo pass and getting in front of the rail. I'm like, whoa, I'm like, this is something different. I'm loving this. Um, and so that's where we came up. That's, we get to stand right the front rail. And so it was originally before I was gifted those photo passes. Um, that's where I take all my photos from is when I knew I could bring my camera in and I would get my front spot and stand there all day and get some great pictures. So that's where it originally came from. I love the name. I love that name. Thank you. Yeah. When I, we actually, myself and my family came up with it all together. Like my husband, he, we were looking at photos. The very first post I ever did as front rail photography was actually of the blue stones. They were on the boat last year yeah. or mm -hmm. whatever, 2021. 20, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I took the photos and he was like, these are amazing. He's like, you should just make this something like turn it into something. And I was like, all right, we need a name. Let's come up with a name. And so with him and my daughter, we came up with the name, came up with the logo, you know, started the social media accounts and it just took off from there. And how far will your journey be to get to Let's Go Music Festival? Oh, I'm only an hour away. Oh, so, nice. is the whole is the whole fam going to go? Um, I don't. My daughter is still undetermined, so okay. she is a little bit of an introvert sometimes. So right. like big crazy crowds like that all day, not her thing. Um, she has gone with me on several shoots, and I, you know, I usually make her my plus one. Like I'll make my hubby yeah. wait in line because it's uh -huh. just so cool. You know, to be fifteen, sixteen, and you get to sneak in the side door, and you'd yeah. be like, um, I'm on the list. So that's <laughs> always fun. But um, yeah, no, she she may or may not come with us, or at least go to the first day. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, we do try to make it a family affair as much as possible. What, if there are people that are listening to this podcast right now, number two, anybody who's listening should jump onto the YouTube channel to see Amanda's amazing collection of posters on her wall. Okay, which so is now you're making me feel really good about this. I have to tell you, we're going to see if we can spin this just a little bit because this is literally a third. All right, so we're going to do oh. a little video tour. Because we've got some cool stuff. So we've got some Welsh Arms posters. We've got a ton of albums and set lists. Wow. That's a signed what? Welsh Arms drum head. Whoa. We've got a little more over here. And then. Love it. This is amazing. Just, it's a lot. It's a lot, guys. I realize it's a lot. I love it. But I'm, yeah. I'm so definitely log in and see all that fun stuff. 
Uh, you should know, Amanda, this is the, the second time only in the history of our podcast where somebody, while we were actively interviewing them, stood up and gave us a panoramic and or a tour of their area. Or the third, second or third. But um, Kevin Griffin of Better Than Ezra took us on a virtual tour of his uh, studio when we were did it with him. So. Check out his pinball machine. Oh, very cool. So you're, which is funny because he was also, he was at Let's Go Music Fest last year. Nice. Um, very good. Well, I hope you enjoyed and, the very minor tour. <laughs> and, you know, I just be, you know, before we let you go, Amanda, I just wanted to circle back to something you had said about the festival and, and the three days basically dedicated to three different genres of music. And that's kind of almost on from festivals that I see that I that I see the lineups, you know, it's usually one gen, you know, of of music. And it's neat to see a collective group of artists from different genres performing in three separate days. I think it allows for true music lovers to come out and just like you have a really good time Friday night. Maybe you walk back up and you buy a ticket Saturday night and then like you just keep going. And maybe you didn't like country, but and, you know, it's all going to be captured by your amazing craft. And thank um, you so much. Yeah, it is. It's definitely a unique way to set up a festival with their lineup. I think it is really cool. Um, all right. So spoiler, because this has not come out yet. I'm also not. covering Boston Calling. What? Yes. Wow. So that'll be awesome. the weekend before. So that's, okay. you know, you got your big headliners. You got Foo Fighters, the Lumineers, Alanis Morissette, Paramore. What? I mean, it is stacked. So I will, I counted it out. It'll be 81 performers over because it's back-to-back weekends, so mm -hmm. it's 81 performers over a 10-day span. Uh, yeah. yeah, it'll it'll be a very full adventure. But uh, so if I look a little hungover uh, when I see you guys at Let's Go Music Fest, it's just I'm trying to come back out of that um, out of that three days. <laughs> That's awesome. If Chris looks a little hungover, he's just really hungover. He's just hungover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Amanda, for those that are listening, if they want to check out all things front rail photography, where can they go? Super easy. Just Facebook and Instagram, Front Rail Photography on both. Um, and you can find everything you need to know there. All of my photos. I love the love. So, you know, give me those give me those likes, comments, follow me everywhere. There's definitely a lot of really exciting things coming up for Front Rail Photography this summer. Um, so I'd love you guys to follow along. Awesome. We we typically say we'll see you on a boat to fellow boaters. And I know we'll see you at some point on another boat, but till then. We will see you at Let's Go Music Fest in uh, in a few weeks. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a good night. You too.